0: Chapter 13 of The Boy Scouts on Sturgeon Island. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Chipotus The Boy Scouts on Sturgeon Island, by Herbert Carter. Chapter 13. Chapter 13, Up Against It Again. Everything is lovely, and the goose hangs high. This makes the fifth day since we started out and Things seem to be going along right smoothly at the old stand, don't they, fellows? Giraffe asked this question. he was lying on his back on top of the hunting cabin of the little cruiser, taking what he termed a sunbath, but which some of his chums always called being too lazy to move and So far, none of us has felt the least bit seasick again. remarked stepan with what sounded like a fervent note of thanksgiving in his voice, as though all of the mean things he could imagine, that of a feeling, a sinking sensation at the pit of the stomach, excelled. And I'm still leading giraffe by three fish, declared Bumpus, besides having caught the biggest fish and the longest one in bargain. Better wake up and get a move on you, giraffe, or be counting on doing all the drudgery when we get that blown-out supper on our return home. I ain't worrying any, Bumpus, lazily returned the other. In fact is, it tickles me just to see you hustle around in your great fishing stunt. Sure, you're getting peaked, and as thin as anything, after such unusual excursions. I wouldn't be surprised if some show offered you a job as the living skeleton, if this thing keeps up much longer because you're fading away right along. Bumpus looked all himself all over, and if there was a shade of anxiety on his rosy face, it did not stay there long. "'I only wished what you said was halfway true, giraffe,' he sighed. "'But seems like nothing is ever a-going to take off two pounds for my weight. "'I can't honestly see what there's a mite of change, and I know you can't neither. "'Stop your kidding and get your lines out again. "'I already had a sure-enough nibble right then, and if you don't look out, I'll be pulling in a dandy fish.'" "'Wake me up when you do, and I'll start in. "'You get him worked up-like, then I'll show you how to do the trick. "'Up to now, I've been—I've just been playing possum, you know? "'But look out whenever I do get going.' "'Bah! Who's afraid?' scoffed the fat scout, finding use for his favorite expression, "'to show his contempt for the threat of giraffe. "'But we've gone over a heap of ground during the five days "'we've been afloat in this inland sea, haven't we, boys?' "'remarked Stepan.' ''I'd like to know why you call it ground, when we've been moving over water all the time,'' observed Davy, who was not as happy as most of his chums, because this way of living offered him no chance to climb trees and hang from limbs, as was his favorite habit. Therefore, time hung heavy on his hands, so that he grew restless. ''Oh, well, it doesn't make any difference that I can see,'' replied Stepan. ''A rose by any other name would smell as sweet,'' they say. "'But we have covered a heap of distance, you'll admit, Davy.' "'Yes, and had lots of fun in the bargain,' Alan put in. "'Thanks to the weather man for keeping things nice for us and not allowing any storm along,' suggested Bumpus. "'Well, you may have reason to change your tune soon, old fellow,' warned Giraffe with an ominous shake of his hand. "'Now, what makes you go and say that, Giraffe? "'Do you know anything, or are you just trying to bother me on general principles?' demanded the stout boy aggressively.' "'Well, perhaps you didn't know it,' remarked the other carelessly. "'But latterly, I've taken a notion to study to become a weather prophet. "'On the sly, I've been getting all the information about goose bones and all sort of signs, "'whenever I could strike the same. "'Then I've studied up on how the fellows down at Washington make their guesses, "'and I'm getting there right smart. "'Why, every morning now, for the last three days, "'I've told myself it was a going-to-be-fair, and she was, sure, Pop. "'Understand that, Bumpus?' I thought something was bothering you and keeping you from getting as many fish as I did, but what about this morning, giraffe? Did it look any different to you? And is the good weather a-coming to an end? Asked Bumpus. All signs point to a change this morning, replied the other. Now, don't expect me to go into particulars, because there ain't any need for more'n one weather-sharp in our crowd. And say, just cast your eye over there to the southwest. Don't you see that low bank of clouds along the horizon? Well... When they get a moving up on us, we're bound to have high winds, and perhaps a regular howler of a storm. Bumpus' face assumed a serious look as he turned quickly to the Scoutmaster. "'What do you say, Thad?' he queried, for it was never possible to know whether Giraffe was working off one of his little practical jokes or not. He has such a way of looking very solemn, even while chuckling inward.' "'I don't count much in his knowledge of telling in the morning what sort of day it's going to be,' replied the other, with a shake of the head. "'But what he says about those clouds is as near facts as giraffe ever gets.' "'Then there's a storm bound to swoop on on us,' demanded Bumpus, as he cast a nervous glance around the watery expanse, for they were far out on the lake. "'I'm afraid we'll have a rough night of it,' Thad confessed. But if we're only safe in a harbor by the evening, we won't need to bother our heads about that. Then we won't have any trouble about making it that safe harbor, will we? continued Bumpus, who could be very positive and persistent whenever he wanted to know anything, so that it was a difficult thing to shunt him aside. If the engine holds out, we ought to be there by five, I expect, Thad answered. Bumpus transferred his attention to the working motor, and a look of anxiety increased. "'Seems to me you've been pottering more and a little with that thing today,' Thad, he went on to say. "'Yes, and right now it don't work decent,' Observed step hen "'It misses an explosion every third one, and acts like it might go out of business any minute on us. "'That's right, fellows. Some of the rest began to look sober at this.' Giraffe, who had thought to have a joke at the expense of his plumped rival, no longer lay there, sprawled upon the roof of the hunting cabin at the launch, but sat up to observe the singular actions of the engine for himself, nor did he appear to get much consolation from what he discovered. "'I declare now, if it ain't a fact, boys,' he said seriously, "'she acts mighty like she wanted to throw up the sponge and let us hustle to get ashore the best way we could.' Of all the contrary things commend me to a bulky engine on a cruiser, and Dr. Hobbs was thinking his friend was doing us the greatest favor going to loan him this old trap. That's like not he keeps heavily insured, in the hopes that some fine day she'll go down, and when he can buy a newer and better model with the color, with the money he collects. Oh, I wouldn't say that if I were you, Giraffe, remarked Thad. From the way the gentleman wrote to Dr. Hobbs, I'm sure he knew he was doing us a favor, and you know it's bad manners to look a gift horse in the mouth. If he was charging us a round sum for the use of the boat, we might say something, but outside of the gasoline we consume, we don't have to put out a cent. But you really expect the rickety old engine go back on us before we get to that harbor you're heading for? demanded Bumpus. How can I tell, Thad replied. I'm doing everything I know of to coax it to be good. If anyone has a scheme for helping along, the rest of us would be glad to listen to the same, and take it up too, if there was a ghost of a show that we could profit by doing that. Apparently, nobody did have an idea for the bettering conditions, as they now prevailed, for not a word came in reply to Thad's request for several minutes. During this time, the boys sat there and watched the queer actions of the engine that Thad was bending over, now doing this and again that in order, to see whether he could not obtain more profitable results from the laboring motor. I suppose now, Bumpus finally did muster up the courage to say, If it came to the worst, and you saw we couldn't make that harbor, why might you head her on to the beach, so that we could get ashore no matter what happened to the old ship? Yes, but how about that, Thad, questioned Stepan, as though somehow a thought along the same lines might have been passing through his mind just then. Thad shook his head in the negative. That would be a risky proceeding at any time, he observed, when you consider that the shore along here is composed of sharp-pointed rocks, and that if there was any seas on that, we'd all probably be wrecked long before we could land. That must mean we'd all be thrown into the surf and perhaps lose our lives trying to swim ashore among the rocks. No, we'll have to try some other plan after that, or else stick to the boat and hope the storm won't be so bad after all. Well, one thing, said Davy Jones, who had not taken any part in this conversation thus far. The clouds are coming along right speedily. Since I first took note, they've crept up till they look twice as big now. This news was not pleasant for them to hear, though every one realized that the speaker was not drawing the long bow when he made the assertion. Yes, they could almost note the rising of the dark mass. If it kept on as it was doing, inside of half an hour the heavens would be obscured above, and perhaps the forerunner of the gale would be upon them. Bumpus quickly started pulling in the various fish lines he had been trailing along after the boat, in hopes of meeting up with a hungry fish that might be taken aboard and not only afford a meal for the crowd, but give him a good chance to crow over his rival fishermen once more. Rub it in, as he called it. Thad got out his charts and the whole lot bent over, while he pointed out where they were just then, and the distant harbor where he'd hoped to reach. If it comes to the worst, ventured Allan, there's that lone island ahead of us, Sturgeon Island, as it's called on the chart, and we might be able to get in lee of that. End of chapter 13